excited. What's up? <laughs> How long has it been? A long time. Yeah. Probably like a, at least four or five years. I think longer than that. Probably longer, but. Because I did my first round of MasterChef was almost, I, I auditioned almost eight years ago. So yeah, filmed, so it's at least that. Yeah. Weird. I mean, you look all grown up. I know, I'm like <laughs> old now. You're not old. Stop saying that. Well, it's well compared to 14. Yeah. Was I think we were all young. Yeah, <laughs> we're all little children. So, for I don't know, how do we tell everyone? <laughs> it's like okay, so you were on American Idol. I, yeah, the, I did the that. farewell Fox season. Oh. I have so much to say about yeah. it. Can't wait. So excited. Tell me how you feel about it. Uh. Loved the people. Okay. Like At like production? The contestants, oh, no. the contest. Okay. Ooh, no. She <laughs> says no. Contestants, amazing. Okay. Still see them, still hang out with some of them. Like, great friends. It, wonderful, wonderful humans. Production, uh, I had... Okay, so Jen Blossel, who was on the show, she made it really far. Okay. She was in my group rounds. I was just, oh my gosh, I'm in love with her and it's fine. And <laughs> she, I remember this moment where she walked up to production. I want to say it's two in the morning because it was during group rounds. We were all going crazy. We were trying to make people laugh because we were just losing, it. losing our minds. And Jen walked up to some of them, said like the cutest joke. And they literally looked at her and said some of the meanest stuff. What? I don't remember, but she came back crying. Production did? Production said this to her. And I was like, cool. Mm. No thanks. <sighs> Maybe they were just all upset because they knew they were on their way out. Well, I think that was kind of the theme of the whole show. Yeah. I think everyone was real done. Yeah. I think burnout was real. Yep. I think that. I think that... Um... You all knew that it was the farewell season, right? Oh yeah, I yeah. mean it was very marketed. So We're done. I feel like that. I feel like you, everyone that was on that season, just got a bad go at it. Yeah, I mean, people were leaving and crying, and there were so many tears. Yeah, I mean, everyone. That's that's it's all also part of it. That's part of it. And when you when you when you leave and you have other people, we have we call them uh, trauma buddies. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. So much crying. So much crying. I mean, God, I cried a lot. I'm glad that they didn't show a lot of my crying because I, I cried a lot. But I, but it was different because it was like, I don't know. I was I was so close both times. And like the first time to like be standing there in the finale and like it's the confetti's not for you. Yeah. That'll break a grown man. <laughs> I, I, I could totally see that. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I cried. <laughs> getting the golden ticket right you walk through i'm like i blacked out the whole audition you don't remember it N not a moment of it i Aww. remember having a ticket in my hand and being like oh okay <laughs> like, this is real like, i have okay i don't do I this door okay <laughs> i literally walk out the door my mom was the only one there with me oh i remember walking out the door and then kanye west and kim kardashian walked in because he auditioned what my season yeah what? i remember I, like i vaguely remember this yeah he like he walked in the moment i was walking out to get the reaction 
So of course they couldn't use my audition or my reaction. Oh. Because he literally like everyone was like, wait, and Kanye turned. West Taylor Swifted you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so I was like crying, but I was also was like in shock of like, oh, what? Why You're is like, Kim why? here? Like, why are these two here right now? Yeah, it was real weird. It was, it was, where yeah. was Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> That's where I was like waiting. I was like, am, am I being punked? Is this also part of it? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So take me back a little bit. You have always been very musical. Yeah. I mean, when I met you, for some reason, people thought my band could judge about all the bands. I don't even know how we... Well, I mean, top MySpace. Oh, that's right. So you guys were you're the pr- band. You're proof. You can actually contest to the fact that we were a top unsigned band oh, on MySpace. You were the band. I mean... This is, you're hearing it, right? I lived this. I got to sing backgrounds for you on City Walk stage. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yo, this is my life. Like, I'm going to make it. Like, I was dead ass. Like, dead ass. That was a big show. That was such a cool show. We got to play the first, uh, we were the first group to play the City Walk stage at Universal City Walk. Like, that was the five tower stage that was crazy mm-hmm. i have photos of i think i sent it to you sent them to you of your brothers like talking to me over the oh, mm-hmm. over the rail oh they're all grown oh, up and now. i remember every time you guys would do the like guitar throw yeah and we'd sit there and be like yeah on all the guitar <laughs> solos like still to this day i listen to later days really you're in my phone in like my music from itunes what not even on spotify like my itunes music right good thing you have that because it's not there anymore yeah i have all of it we messed up i got five little final friends oh my goodness still it's so wow it's forever ingrained that's kind of i uh i saw some footage of me the other day because i'm i'm pitching a tv show and so we you know we put a lot of like my old life into it Mm -hmm. and it was wild just like I miss being on stage. I miss playing drums. If you ever need me to play backup for you. Oh, anytime. <laughs> Literally anytime you want, I would be so honored. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Are you playing out a lot? Every day. Every day? No, but... <laughs> I was like, like are you... I'm, damn. I'm minimum probably three nights a week. Wow, good for you. Good. Do you have... But all like up in Simi Valley or like all around LA? Anywhere that wants me. At this point, I can't really be picky doing the whole like full time gigging musician thing. Yeah. So, got it. I have two residencies, which is pretty cool. Where? Uh, once in Simi. At where? Um, the arena. The arena. Oh, yep. I, know. Uh, yeah. I remember the arena. Yeah. Wow, the place is still going strong. Been there for eight years every Wednesday. Wow. So, it, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a consistent gig yeah and they feed me food so so you're starving musician life i'm gonna take the tacos you know yeah, you're winning yeah it's, <laughs> i'm really doing great and then i got this really cool brewery okay that i sing at every other thursday every other friday so i've been doing that currently working on hopefully doing another residency in ventura okay. doing like every other other friday got I'm it. kind of switching yeah. that out but we need, I gotta come to, a, you gotta have a weekend show and I can come because I cook every night of the week. So yeah. unless, it, unless you're going on at like 11, I can make that, but. Oh, no, that one's, <laughs> I'm playing writer's block 
at the Hotel Cafe on Tuesday the 21st. Okay. I don't go on until 9.45, but that's... Where's Hotel Cafe? In the... uh, LA. It's uh, the Hollywood, like dead center. Oh, dead center. Okay. That would be tough. But Yeah. Do you ever, like, especially if you're ever on the west side, also, these are like burpee, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I felt I it too. I'm like trying. Beautiful burps. You have great burps. Oh, can you nice. burp in different keys? <laughs> I can't say I've tried that, but I I can probably get you. I can get some pretty good ones. Okay, so obviously, I mean, you grew up here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Like you're an L.A. baby. Born and raised. So jealous. Um, I don't know. Florida's pretty cool. No, Florida's a wild, <laughs> lawless disaster. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good time though. Have you have you been down there once? Where? Um, don't say Orlando. Mm, I flew out of it to go to the Bahamas on a cruise. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Oh, you have not experienced Florida. No, I mean, I went to mm. one restaurant and it was really hot. Yeah, like I was just gross. Like outside was hot. Yeah. Do you like cruises? I've only done one. That one. Yeah, it was the Parahoy cruise oh, with Paramore. What? Yeah, I got it for free. It was really cool. Shout out Lauren, you're dope. Uh what? yeah. A Paramore cruise? So Paramore did a cruise where like they played on the boat every night. It was like three nights. Went to the Bahamas and back. And you got to like ask her questions and the whole band questions. They did like a karaoke. It was so cute. It was so fun. And I have never been sicker in my life. You got sick on the boat? You got... I am see- super allergic to cigarette smoke. And it was just... Yeah, Everywhere? I don't... Just, yeah. Weird. And so I, like, had no... I mean, I came back the next day. I mean, not... Shit. I was dying. Yeah, it wasn't a good time. But, I mean... And I got stuck in a pot of jellyfish in the Bahamas and didn't get stung. But you were stuck in it for But I, out. like, was swimming and then I was just like, oh... That, jelly, the uh, everywhere. everywhere like jellyfish were everywhere and so i just kind of like pushed my hands on the top of them and just like slowly Ooh. moved out and i was fine uh, and then two seconds later some dude got stung yeah. and i was like cool i feel like it it always seems like singers are very susceptible and also very sensitive to cigarette smoke and sickness in groups like i remember mike would get sick all the time do you you have like i don't get sick sick very often but i am really easily affected yeah like if i drink the before a show Mm -hmm. i'm done really i cannot drink 24 hours before a show i mean i can and i'll sound really cool i just won't do anything i want interesting yeah, like wow. I have to be super careful with my voice. Wow. I mean, I sleep with a humidifier every night. Really? Yeah. Us drummers, we just pass out and. Y- yeah, in y'all the front are way yard. cooler than us. <laughs> <laughs> like, I no, I have to be really careful. Can't eat three hours before laying down. Wow. Yeah. And so, what about gluten free? Is that is that something also because of voice or are you celiac or? Uh, I have a lot of. I got a lot of problems. No, yeah. I have a lot of medical problems that weirdly I got diagnosed with like two days before I left for Hollywood week. So, so it's like, been like 
going into the biggest week of your life and you're like i have all these new things i gotta think about oh yeah i mean literally got diagnosed with autoimmune which ehlers danlos syndrome which is a connective tissue disorder which we kind of had thoughts on we blah, blah, blah. just got all these testes testes testing things like the results were friday left sunday and what is this what, what um what is it what does it feel like well i it was i don't even know like i couldn't even process how do you know to go get tested for this i had a weird i was it was like halloween i took it antacid like an acid reflux medication because i had it really bad okay and i woke up at like four in the morning with shooting pain down my right side like nerve pain like i was just on fire i couldn't move i was in so much pain i had to call my mom from across the house okay and be like you i hospital like i couldn't move wow. i was in so much pain went to the hospital they were like uh, morphine and like we're like we don't really know what we're doing God. we don't really know what this is go see specialists yeah could be autoimmune went to the rheumatoid did a million and a half doctors and then kind of got so many like i have tourettes you i do? have yeah it's really fun sometimes and then other times it's not so fun interesting uh have i yeah you've identified all your tics and most of them yeah. yeah yeah i had a scatting one for a while there and that one was really fun what do you mean scatting like i used to go wow like <laughs> legit all the time like no. that was one that was really fun i had a student with tourettes and i would pick up hers and she would pick up mine and she had one that was like, wow. And so that one's, I say that a lot. So you guys get, get in yeah, this Tourette's Yeah, we would just loop. go back and forth. <laughs> it was real fun. Oh mine are pretty mild. Mild, okay. Yeah, mine aren't crazy. I can still drive. Yeah. So I can control them to a degree. Yeah. So like, if I need to tick, I can put it in my hand or like make it verbal versus like shaking a wheel or something. Right. So is it's at this point in my life, if it doesn't get worse, it's fun. Have you seen that girl on TikTok that has the Tourette's and she like does Tourette's awareness videos? There's a lot of them. Yeah. There's the one, uh, Emmy? I don't know. There's this, there's one girl that it's wild. She like tries to make a cake with her mom one day. Oh, yeah. It's fucking, I mean, it's hilarious. She knows it's funny. Like that's why she's and putting it there's up. There's certain, like the right. scatting, it's funny. Yeah. There's other times where it's not it's not like I'm wow. walking in an airport and I want to yell I have a bomb because I know that that's what you want to do because you don't want like, you know, because you, you know that it's bad. You know that that's like a really bad thing and your body just goes do it like, oh, my God, hold on, because all when I call a client to talk about a menu and I'm like, what allergies do you have? And they're like you we can't have shellfish and no soy like immediately. I want to make like a soy glazed lobster tail. <laughs> I like immediately want to put that on the menu. Do I have Tourette's? No. no well, but it's, it's intrusive thoughts. It's like, okay, okay. It's the intrusive thoughts thing, but then going the next step of like. You can't control you it. You can't really control it. Wow. Yeah. So I have to just be like, take it out and don't say it. Wow. Like, put it in my hand, put it in my foot, stomp, make weird noises, but like, don't say it. Wow. When, I, I so when did you when did you figure this out? At what age did you? I, I was asking my mom. I was like, "Have I had this my whole life?" And she's like, "Probably." And we just thought you were weird. Funny. Yeah. And like would just make noises. 
Right. But I officially got diagnosed when I met with my neurologist and I was like, I have like gnarly tics. Like I will move my hand and like shake things and like do weird things. And he's like, okay, are they verbal? And I was like, sometimes, but they, I was doing a click thing for a while. Uh -huh. I went like, yeah. but I can't even recreate it. Like it has it, to be it does it on, on its own. And it's yeah. like really weird. And then he was like, oh, no, that, that that's threats. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I just thought I was weird. Wow. So I got that one. That one's, out of all of them, that one's the mildest. Okay, you were listing. Continue with your list. I have POTS. What's that? Postular orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. How do you? If I, stand... I would have to carry around cards. <laughs> like, I have. Well, Here, you sound this out. So when you date. <laughs> Right. I have to be like, okay, know what you're getting into. Yeah. Like, here you go. Yeah. This is what you're getting. You hand them a binder. Yeah, at this point. No. Um, but that one's just if I change change positions. Okay. Like sitting to standing, standing to whatever, my blood pressure significantly changes and my heart rate goes and then I can either pass out or certain things. I'm really good at it now and I take salt pills. But, um, salt pills. Yeah, it's just literal salt. It helps. Okay. I mean, well, I, you gotta degree. you gotta find a chef to date then, because we put salt on everything. Yeah, I eat a <laughs> lot of pickles. A lot of pickles. <laughs> that doesn't make sense for what you told me, but we'll talk about that after. I love okay. pickles. Pickles. Pickles and sushi ginger. Mm. Like pickled ginger. Yeah, so yummy. Yeah, it's just delicious. brined pickles. Yeah. But okay. I hate cucumbers. Interesting. Absolutely despise them. But that's what a pickle is. Yeah. It, but when it's not a cucumber, it's great. When it's full In of vinegar, love Interesting. It. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Continue with the list. So the, the Raynaud's phenomenon where just allergic to the cold, they don't understand it. My like hands go completely numb and they turn blue and I lose all circulation. What? They don't know what it is. Hence phenomenon. So how like... I mean, you have like dreams of like touring the world and I'll just wear gloves. <laughs> just wear gloves. Okay. <laughs> or have a heater on me on stage. It's fine. Okay. Um, the Ellers Danlos is like the big one that's kind of like the big umbrella to a bunch of these littler ones. Okay. Which is, it's a genetic thing. We think my mom and my dad have two different versions of it. Okay. We think my grandma had the other version of it. So. It's just connective tissue problems where, like, if you think of every tendon and ligament in my body is like a rubber band. Yeah. And you pull it and it just never goes back. So, like, I dislocated my shoulder shaking someone's hand. Wow. Ow. And it, did it hurt? I, yeah. Yeah. But I just was like, give me a second and popped it back in because it does it now. Wow. Like, it'll just go. Oh. It's, I mean, it hurts less every time. Fair. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it's fine. But, yeah, it's super good times. Amazing. The, that, that's all very wild. And also, like, it's stuff that, like, how, I would feel very, it would feel very challenging to wake up every day, like, knowing you have this, like, list of things. And you got to try to just, like be normal and you have no idea but that is my normal right like yeah. that's normal yeah. for you i don't 
think of that. You're like, I'm just like, I'm here one more day at least. Like (laughs) it gives me a little bit of a perspective. Yeah. Which is nice because there's, oh, when I first got diagnosed, like I was, I was so sick. And on idle, they were like, oh, we need to reduce your inflammation. Go gluten free. No, they were like, here's your food. Go gluten free. Cut out dairy. Two days later, I'm on idle. All they feed you is pizza and pasta. Yeah. Because they're feeding 700 people. Yep. So I'm picking out olives of the pasta and like peas and stuff and eating whatever I can. Super not great. Yeah. And then I think I got seven hours of sleep the entire week I was there. They put you through hell. Yeah. Hollywood week is hell week. Like for sure. Yeah. And then I got cut. And I was like, oh I mean, God, thank you. Without without home. saying her name, but you remember the idol I dated mm-hmm. for a while. Like, yeah. And she made it top 16. Yeah. And like all the BTS, it's like they put you through hell. Oh. But like if, but like even when you become Katy Perry, like that's what your daily life is like basically like though. Like when you're on the road, like. Yes and no. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, because once you get to the live shows, it changes. Because I had friends that like went to the live shows and they were like, oh no, we like you got literally a lot. filming so much. Like, yeah, it chilled out yeah. really heavy. I feel like that's also a lot. It also, they also chilled out because it was the final season. I would. Mm-hmm. I, do you watch any of the ABC version? No. I don't know if it's I'm just bitter or I just don't really watch television. You're probably bitter. Um, I don't watch Gordon Ramsay shows much anymore because I'm pissed. You know, yeah. like I get it. Um, but I feel like you should. I feel like you should try out for it. So, have you thought about it, or you did, or I'm too old. What I auditioned last year, and talked to the producers and whatever. And they were like, "How old are you turning in like this?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be 29." Motherfuckers. Mm. Okay, so what about do AGT with your brothers? No. Oh, God, no. They don't care. They're, like, so in their realm of being cool, like, 23-year-olds. No. Yeah. And Except they're dressing like they're 40. (laughs) Mitchell has a full-on mullet and a red stash I know. I saw saw a picture the other day. I was like, what are your brothers, like, walking around 70s porno stars? Oh, for sure. (laughs) It, that's the cool new trend. Like you know, no, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't be your backing band no. on. Okay, well, I'll be your backing band on AGT. But there's a level of me that's kind of in this point of like, is this cheating? No, it's it's the way that it is now. It's the way that it is now because there's our our society with entertainment has become so. I need results now mm-hmm. that there. No one's going out and doing the road for 10 years to build it because it no. doesn't because you do that and then your base that you built to use to launch like say the group you build in LA you make up enough money and they buy your stuff and they support you at your shows so you can go by the time you come back they'll forget about you. So it, it's not the same anymore. It's like you have to do more on social media to grow like for instance do you know who Swaco is? Yeah. Uh, Super familiar. Yeah, he just he just dropped uh, uh, an album. 
um, called It Was Fun While It Lasted. Okay. Anyway, it's, I don't know if you've seen my videos where I talk to myself and make, mm -hmm. okay. So chef. I got, yes, chef. Yeah. <laughs> my yes, chef videos. I kind of got the idea from him because he had this video where he was introducing a new song and he staged it to where like he was out front and his girlfriend broke up with him and walked off with another dude. Mm. So he walked into the studio and then he was also pretending to be his producer. Yeah. And he was like, yo, I can't believe what, I can't believe what just happened. I got to tell you, he goes, don't tell me, tell the track. Yeah. And so then he goes in and he tracks this dope ass song. And I was mm -hmm. like, wait, I got an idea. And then so, but it's like, so he does those and they get millions of views and you get a little clip of the song. And then people are like, I want to see this guy. And then he sells out across the country like that's the new touring it's like blow oh, yeah. up on social media so how's a fast way to blow up on social media go on agt or american idol and sing a song that the whole world resonates with it's like yeah i go i cook i talk about my life experiences i blow gordon ramsay away i do something that's nearly impossible in 45 minutes and then america's like we want his food y yeah so I don't think I don't think it's cheating. I think it's it's kind of like the only way now. It's like it's like TikTok or any of those. Like I know TikTok and Instagram and all of the social media things. There's a level of it that's like super necessary. And it sucks. I hate it. I hate it too. I <laughs> suck at it so much. Yeah. Like I don't want to do it. I don't think I'm cool enough. I don't think anyone cares. Yeah. And there's a level of like, it doesn't matter. They don't, it doesn't, they don't care if it, they care. They I, just need things to see. I feel the exact same way. And I hate it. I haven't, I haven't made a Yes Chef video in two months because I, and like, I put all this work into it to where I was getting enough views on them that companies started hitting me up to like place their products. And I was like, that's why I was doing it. And now I don't want to do it. I'm There's like, like the defiance part in it too. Yeah. Like I, so much of me wants to be like, no, but we also I have to, we also <laughs> come from a time in the music industry where you didn't wear every hat in your group. It was like you focused on writing the songs and making the songs like your band would make the music and your band would load in and load out the equipment if you couldn't afford roadies yet. And then like you had a manager that went and booked your shows and you hired a company to make your shirts and your stickers and your, all the designs, all the designs. Yeah. And then if you wanted to do a music video, like you got everyone together. It's like, now it's like, you got to be the writer, the director, the producer, all of it. Yeah. And I mean, I've had to do it with my cookie company, but like, I still sourced people, but like I have, I have to wear every hat and it's like, it's in the burnout. So real. so fast. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I've been gigging. I probably hit over 2000 shows now that I've done, yeah. if not significantly higher than that. Sure. And so the show thing I love, I, I just want to play. Right. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about anything you, else. You don't want to do all the other stuff. I want to write music that makes people cry or get some fueled to go punch somebody either way. And then I just want to sing. I am so bad at follow through. It's the Gemini or the ADHD. I don't know what it is, but I'm so good at ideas 
and so horrible at following through on them. Mm. Amazing ideas. You need 400 ideas right now. I, we will start nine <laughs> businesses. I think we're very similar. <laughs> like, we can start nine businesses mm. right now, and in my head, they're all successful. Yeah. But to, like, actually do it. Well... That's I need somebody to punch me in the face no, you just, and be like, let's you just gotta, go do you it. You just gotta, you just gotta do it. That's the, that's, we're talking about two different things now. There's the, you got an idea and you want to make it happen. You got to do it, but you got like, it's gotta be an undeniable idea. That's, that's where I separate my good ideas from bad ideas. I'm like, is this undeniable? Is, is a grandma and a five-year-old and a 30-year-old all going to like this? Yeah. Like, that's that's where which like there's like i've written songs that i'm like this one like this one this one's it yeah and then i spend three thousand dollars on a music video during covid and it has 600 views and i'm like but this but this song is yeah but that's not and but that has nothing to do with either it's because the algorithms reward the constant output of content it's when i was constantly putting out i i've i would film like x amount in a day with more than one video in a day on the weekend i would try to film four so at least through the week i could have four videos to post and i did that for a solid two months and i literally watched my views go from you know five thousand views to half a million views in two months and I was like, but this is fucking exhausting. And that half a million views, I still haven't made any money off of. Like no. 10 bucks, Instagram gave me 200 bucks. Like 200 bucks barely paid for the ingredients. <laughs> and and that's, and I, uh, yeah. It's a I, struggle. It's I a struggle. don't get enough out of the view count to make all of that effort worth it. Because right. it's not about art anymore. Right. So... You so gotta crack. So you gotta out. crack the code to where you don't spend three thousand dollars on a video. You write, you write the amazing song. You shoot something clever with your phone. Yeah, and then you put it up. But it's about it's about the con because honestly, like, and, and in full honesty, like I mean, I'm you know I'm doing a million things. I barely listen to music except in, and I don't go look at new music. And I was like. Sweet. I'm interviewing Lindsay. Let's go see what she's up to. And like your voice is so amazing. It's gotten like I remember what you sounded like when we came and watched the Battle of the Bands oh, to now. It's like unbelievable. And I did watch you on Idol. So like it's amazing how far you've come. So honestly, I mean like I I think my personal opinion is just constantly putting out content and I hate that because I I know that that is what works and I hate doing that but then also but also on top of that like consider AGT or The Voice a Mm, I I auditioned for The Voice yeah got the contract and instantly gave it back and walked out and that's see and that's also because Later Days did this too we turned down many many contracts because we were all also too smart like you're not naive I feel like a lot of a lot of my lack of success is because I don't get manipulated and I don't deal with bullshit. So like I'll see some of these things or some of these deals and and people get like, like I'll have a meeting with somebody and then like the thing will fall through and it's because they know that they can't fuck me. <laughs> Sorry, mom. No. 
No, because it's so true. Yeah. I mean, I've had so many people. You know how many people have walked up to me and was like, I'm going to make you famous. Uh, and you're like, you're like I'm, I, I'm born here in LA. Please try. <laughs> no, like, give it your best shot. Yeah. I would love to see it, but I'm not going to see it until I see it. Like, yeah. there's not going to be me signing contracts and putting all my eggs in your basket. Yeah. Well, I mean, and also, I mean, here's here's the thing, like a lot of a lot of people on the outside don't understand is like if you have a manager that's getting 10 or 20%, like you got to remember that their own that 20% is only 20% of the work that you're putting out. So if you're going to have a manager that's making 20% you now need to put in 120% mm-hmm. to cover what you're giving your manager because I don't even have a manager. Right. Cause well, it's just like, but you know, it's the concept. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to, anyone that's in the business that wants to have a, a manager or an agent, they're only going to do 10% of the work. You still have to keep doing what you were doing before yeah. you had them. Oh yeah. They don't. I mean, that's kind of at the level I'm at. I'm at this, like I've exhausted every aspect I can do. Yeah. I've gone as far as I can. Now it's like I need an agent or a manager or someone that's better than me. Like yeah. I need to Yeah. I, I need to be the dumbest person in the room. Exactly. And I think that's where yeah. I've hit a wall. Should we watch some people fall off stage? Oh, please. I pulled up some TikToks. I was gonna ask you if you had any um any stage stories that uh you wanted to share. Oh, well, any, any embarrassing moments? I so many. <laughs> when I was in the band Right of Light, yep, which was high school, yeah, high school. Who was all in that band? Kevin Pugh, Kevin Carp, oh, Kristoff, yep. and Austin Herzig. Yeah, Shout Austin out. on drums, right? Yep. Then you had the two Kevins. I ran into one of the Kevins at Nam. Probably uh, Pugh. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Pew was the, yeah, the embarrassing story that I was going to tell. tell. Pew had this Thunderbird. Okay. Loved this guitar. But he was crazy, like, on stage. Just would run around, didn't care who was near him. He would, And I went down to grab water. Kevin Pew just smacks me in the face with his bass head. Oh, no. Like, and I just, okay, cool. Like, yeah, so many times Kevin Pugh hit me with that bass. Uh, he one time, he's like, I only have one embarrassing story of me turning around to Austin and I needed to burp so bad. <laughs> and I pulled the mic down and I just Belted. belched like so loud. And my dad, I turn around, my dad <laughs> in the back of the room goes <laughs> like, I heard you. That's Don't think you got away with that. The drum mics picked it up. That S fifty seven. It was bad, man. Uh, okay. Let me see. Let me see here. I love this. I gotta remember how to use TikTok. Um. Oh, the, have you ever sang the national anthem somewhere? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get nervous? At, like, like uh, what do you? What does it feel like when someone calls? And is like, we want you to sing I the national. Yeah. Although look at you right now, you look like you look like you're going to Daytona 500 to sing the national anthem. Dude, that's a goal. Let's manifest that. I will sing. I want to sing. Okay, if I have to sing the national anthem anywhere, I want it at a Kings game. Oh yeah, so bad. I should try. I should try connecting you uh, with the girl that booked us when we played for the Kings when Later Days got to play 
the How did I not know that? We got to play the two periods, each period. Yeah. It was awesome. At Staples. I love the game. I think Bob was there. Oh, sorry. It's fine. <laughs> I can't I can't run, you know. There's a there's a big chunk there where he was a part of it. Yeah. Yep, he was. Um all right, here we go. Let's, since we're talking about national anthems. Oh, let's go, please. These are my Oh no. <laughs> she gets booed. And then she gets convinced to come back out. Now look. <gasps> oh. oh. <laughs> Sorry. No, there's so there is this thing with the national anthem because one, it's a hard song. Yeah, yeah. Like just front to back, it's hard. Two you feel halfway through, you're like, either this is too long or too short. I skip something. Ooh. Almost every single time I sing that song, I'm like, I said the same line three times, or I just skipped over the whole middle of it. And right. I don't. I do it right every time. But there's this thing in my head that's like, <laughs> I did it. What? Oh, did I, did I, I mess up? And I walk off, and people are clapping. I'm like, cool. I, I, I fooled them all. <laughs> like, I got it. Every time. I don't know what it is about the song. What is it about the song that's hard? Like for someone that's not a singer, like so it starts really low. Oh, say can you yeah. see? Right. So it's all octaves, and then it goes right where you either belt it and people are like, "Yeah, you yeah. did it," or you flip it in a head voice, and then people are like, mm, "Cute, you cheat it." Oh. And then there's this like stigma of it too, where if you start too low, then that bottom note is like, right? Oh, and you just like can't hit it because you're starting too low. But then the high note's fine. But then if you start too high, you can never hit the high note. This is why no one ever knew you had Tourette's because you make everything goofy. <laughs> this I, it's just my personality. Right, it's, I'm getting it now. Yeah, well, that's what I'm well, saying. As long as you and I have known each other, we have never sat just one on one no, and had a conversation. I don't think so. So I would never have noticed. And I think it was I, always in the studio. It was we were always either recording something or we were rehearsing something or we were at a show around or a bunch a, of people yeah, too. It was always a group. And I think it it's funny because when I'm really uncomfortable or really cold, they come out tenfold. Yeah. Like if I'm chilling and I'm just like whatever. Like right now I've only ticked like twice. It's well, it's certainly like hot as fuck in here. It's and very I, warm in it's here. usually freezing. So I wore a sweater today and I, I mean <laughs> no, it's I'm raining. So sweating right now. I'm hot. Um okay let's watch another one. Yeah, please. Oh okay like, this lady Fergie's? wants to be on stage so bad. Do you see Fergie's national anthem? Yeah. Oh, I love this video. You can hear the table creaking. <laughs> I've done that though. Oh my god. But the thing is, she's like actually not a bad singer. She's like a good singer. But why did she have to do it on the table? Because <laughs> you got to feel some power, you know? <laughs> Standing on a table gives you power. It doesn't matter if anyone else is in the room. 
I'm crying. Oh my gosh. Crying. Okay, here's a here's a I don't know where I pulled this one. Oh no. Sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> you know, what I think about those, though, is like those stars are so big. They do it every night and it's just bound to happen. It's like, yeah, percentages. It's it's, yeah. yeah, at this point. Yeah. I mean, there have been so many times where I've like you wear a long dress and you wear a heel and just choke yourself out, you know, like right. certain you it's just it it's happens. hard. Yeah. These lives are hard, you know, <laughs> especially if one thing you're a millimeter off, especially on those big shows. Yeah. You have that thing so rehearsed. Right. You're one person's out of step. A set's two degrees different. You're tripping on everything. Things mm. are getting caught. You're so like muscle memory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I fall st- sitting down. So like, <laughs> I'm not one to talk. Well, you have reasons, though. Do I? This one, okay, oh. this one's actually not funny. This is just amazing. Oh, I love this. Um, I was just like, when I saw it, I was like, wow, this is so inspirational. I wanted to share it with everybody. Making plans to travel around the world Said we'd always put each other first Old love songs we used to play to Funny now I hate you So the track cut out. Yeah. I gave you my hours and advice just trying to fix you and all your daddy issues, but now I don't even miss you anymore. So no, look. Uh, one of our homies came up from the stage and jumped on the... Oh. I thought she was just still that good in time. And it just came back in in time. Look. He started playing backstage and they rolled it out and he didn't like how cool is that? Oh my god, this is the coolest I how, how have I not seen this? Should have paid attention to my friends. Tell me how bad it's gonna end. Oh he's given their opinions. Now I I'm gonna start crying. I know, right? Should I cut it off? No. I like how it, I like how like the text is like he literally didn't have a chord sheet or anything. He's just that, that good. good. It's like it's. Like, <laughs> I couldn't do it. No. No, I played piano for I don't even know how many years now. There, I've played "If I Ain't Got You" probably a million times, and I couldn't tell you the third chord in the song. But you hear it when you play it, though, right? You can do. You can just play it. No. Oh. I have to look up. You have to the, look up sheet music. Oh yeah. Mm. I can't memorize anything. What have you been paying for, Mom? <laughs> like, I cannot memorize anything. It's so bad now. What's it like growing up in California? 
norm warm i don't know like, <laughs> uh it's i have literally never lived anywhere else yeah so i have no idea california is interesting because there's all of it yeah there's you, everything. everything you can find everything that's what i tell people with food it's like you know, I mean, like, I love traveling, but if I want good Thai food, I can go get it. There's a place on 4th Street, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, like, there's all walks of life. There's all yeah. types of people, especially yeah. being 30 minutes from L.A., like. Yeah, okay, segue, because this just popped in my head. Mm -hmm. I don't really do this much, but I'm a little all over the place. I think I'm more because I'm so excited that we're, like, <laughs> sitting across from each other right now. It's been so long. How do you feel about the Sunset Strip? Mm, do, do, <laughs> Was that a tick? No. Okay. Should I be nice? No, let it okay. out. I, I think it's so overrated. Yeah. And I think that all of the places now that could be cool, like the whiskey, you have so much history there. You have so much cool shit that has happened in that place, and you charge sad bands that are 15, $700 to play at five o'clock on a Friday. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Pay to play is the stupidest shit that yep. has ever existed. Yep. Yeah. No, I hate it too. I, I hated it. Even when we were doing it, and I hate, I hated it too because there'd be times where we felt like we won, like we 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 bought our tickets and we actually sold them all, and then you you feel like amazing about that, but then you're just confirming that they're getting away with something. Well, and then you get no, none of that money back. No, you get you get money. After you spell, yeah. after you get six hundred dollars to the venue, yep. Which, like, I understand life's hard right now. <laughs> Things are happening, but it's been that way forever. But you got grandfathered in. You've owned that place, or you've had that place on Sunset Strip. Yeah. Even even if they are paying rent, it's still you. They they should have the big shows. They make money off those big shows, and. You're, like here's the other thing you go anywhere else in the country and there's a band playing they don't charge that band to get up on stage they make money off the alcohol sales no one goes no one thinks let's go to the whiskey and have a drink and watch a band play because you got to pay forty dollars to get in the band has also paid a shit ton of money well and then it's not a guarantee that the band's good because they paid their way in right and that's the that's my biggest problem yeah is because people with money or with the connection of a lot of fans or whatever they can just walk in they can sell the money and then now they make the whiskey a go-go a joke right and, and they're like, shitty ass bands what is the point of and this? they also don't put good they don't put shows together no. like i remember we played with this weird ass like 45 piece ska band that was like <laughs> ska metal and i'm like this is our fans are leaving because they don't want to sit through this bullshit and this is where I love the writer's blocks of the world, which is, shout out to Lucas Flood. Um, he started this thing in LA 
and it's at Hotel Cafe. And now he has one in like Atlanta and like New York or something. And it's this really intimate, you get three songs. There's like 15 songwriters a night. Mm -hmm. And you have to like submit, like it's free to play. I mean, we don't but get But he puts paid. the whole show together. He puts the whole show together. He like he is making so you that won't get show. death metal and pop in the same night no, they're all singer songwriters mainly acoustic i mean sometimes you'll get full bands if it's like the big main stage but yeah bigger main stage not big but like it's all talented people that is one of my favorite shows so far sounds those things like those are the places to go to get new music yeah well um I don't know what label it is. I want to say Capital owns a club uh, in Hollywood. Avalon? No. And I played it. I played it. The Mint? Peppermint Club. The Peppermint Club. Yeah. I, I think love it's, the Peppermint Club. That club is so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, Is it Peppermint? The Peppermint Club is cool, but I don't think that was the place we played. Um, the mint? No, no, I've played the mint too. The mint sounds amazing, mm -hmm. but again, that's a hard one to get people to go to. It's far, well, even for LA. Everything's far from you. You're out in see me. That's true. <laughs> but like, even in LA, that's far. It's, yeah, that one. It's at least forty-five minutes. Yeah, it's just in the middle. Traffic. Yeah, it's just in the middle. It's just yeah. like dead middle, but. The Mint is fun to play. It sounds so good in there. Mm -hmm. But again, The Mint, you can end up with three different, wildly different genres of music at the same time. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's weird how LA has conformed to this, we need to pay rent, so we'll do whatever it takes, versus let's make really good shows, build it, and they will come. It's like... Because they'll come. And then they tore down the House of Blues. House of Blues and the Troubadour were the only ones left. Troubadour's still there. And now there. Troubadour's the only one left. Yeah. Well, I mean, that House of Blues was phenomenal. It was so cool. One of my favorite. Uh, even the Rainbow, or which one was it? It's not the Rainbow Room. That one's still here. There was... Whiskey, the Roxy, Viper, House of Blues, Viper's Troubadour. Dirty now. They they're all dirty. They're all, but like it's Viker so funny. People glamorize dirty. these things. You grew up here, but it was yeah. like when it, when we came, we got in our fucking cars and drove from Florida and got to L.A. and went to Sunset Strip. And we're like, what the fuck oh, no. is this? LA's disgusting. It's terrible. It's the worst. It's That's bad. why I don't live in L.A. Yeah, you couldn't pay me to live in L.A. Unless the West you... Side's nice. Mm. Someone, there's a fee that you would live in L.A. for. <laughs> If you hired a driver for me and I didn't have to drive in L.A., hell yeah, I'd live in L.A. Okay. But I won't drive in L.A. I hate driving in L.A. I would rather live in Simi and drive an extra 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's about all it is. That that part is like 20 minutes, no yeah. traffic. It is just far. Yeah. Um, what else? What else you got going on? I don't know. I mean, I'm currently working on an album. I don't know. I'm currently working on an album. <laughs> it's hard. Because <laughs> life is hard. No. Uh, I'm This album I'm actually really excited about. It's. I think it's going to... Yeah, name for it? Sad Bitch Survival Guide. For real? Yeah. <laughs> All right on. 
<laughs> I like it. Um, I'm very excited. I think it's going to be two parts. I think I'm actually going to turn it into two EPs. Okay. Versus a full album. What's the What's the deciding factor of that? It's quicker. <laughs> I can get it out faster. Okay. To do seven songs versus 15. Is there a rush? No, I just don't have content and the whole world of needing content. Yeah, well, it's more like this. And this is what I've figured out after talking to a lot of people that are putting out content. Um, is when you are putting out content, it's important to stay consistent. The breaks in between, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. When When you come back from a break, like that's what I'm doing right now. I'm on a little... I'm on a content break. When I start putting content back out, I will like do a bunch. It'll be a bunch in a row. So I think, just think about that. Like, you know. And I've kind of thought about that because I've been on a break for so long because I've been writing. I mean. Who's playing music with you? Like no who, one. You're, you're doing all the instruments? Uh, no, I have a producer. His okay. name's Justin. He's an old friend okay. from a different band I was in okay um and he kind of reached out because he got a job and he like wanted to start producing and was doing that I've just had really horrible luck with producers I've had a really hard time I mean I worked with he who should not be named because he told me he didn't want to be associated um and he, associated with what me at all that's it mm-hmm. he took my music Held it hostage for three years, and then it got lost. And so I released demos during COVID. I was like, I don't even care. I'm not, I like these songs. Here you go. And one take vocal demos. Shit songs. Like, shit recordings. But I was like, I don't care. If you're going to hide them, I'm not going to spend another... Dime out energy. Redoing them. Yeah. Green Day had to do that. What? Green Day had to do that. Do you remember that? Their um uh the one what is that? I am I I am not here today. Uh the one album that had a oh American Idiot. Okay. I was gonna say Dookie? No. So American Idiot. Before there was all this big anticipation of Green Day is gonna release a new album and it got like stolen and they had to go like record a whole new album and the whole new album that they recorded was American Idiot. Oh. Which smashed. Which, yeah, like worked out way better, but no. I think that's true. I don't know. I might have dropped that. <laughs> Somebody fact check that and get back to me. That's fair. <laughs> um, but it's not unheard of. Yeah. And apparently it's not, I'm not his first victim of that. Interesting. And it's, I don't care. I released him anyways. I gave yeah. him work credit, you know, I was like, I'm not going to take credit. You worked on these songs. They're just as much like you produced them. They're yours too. But yeah, I kind of just. It's messy. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I just don't need this. And then. That's the hard part about this. The music business is like, especially being opposite sex when you're working together. It's very attractive. Well, I mean, we were dating. Well, I know you were, but I'm just saying in general, like. Any any producer and songwriter or musicians like when I mean Gwen Stefani dated how many of her musicians like 
you know, and she was like the alpha of the relationship. It's just like there's something about like art and like the business side when you're like there's an it's just an automatic like attraction. Well, I feel like there's this this super intimate thing that's happening. Because as a songwriter or as an artist in general, regardless of what it is, you're throwing so much of your soul into it. And then hopefully that is being met with someone else's soul, right? If like, let's say we're producing, my soul came into the song as a songwriter, hopefully your soul's coming in as a producer and collectively now we have a baby. Yeah. Like in a weird sense of that, we have this baby. So there is this level of- Intimacy. Yeah, intimacy that's happening. And I think that that does so there's a responsibility there. Yeah. With the producer not to be a dick. No. <laughs> but uh, and we don't have to talk about this anymore. It's kind of weird cuz like I know him too and Well, I I mean, I was really young. Yeah. You could have told me anything and I would have been like, "Sure, that sounds fine." <laughs> like I don't know. I was 14. Yeah. And then I I was 23. You guys dated that long? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. And then, like, yeah. And then I was like, and he's had some pretty good success as a producer, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, I don't have anything negative to say about him. Like, other than he hijacked your music. He just stole my music. (laughs) But, like, that would be the, that would make me so mad. Like, I mean, I was furious. I still am kind of mad because those songs could have been way better. But regardless of the politics of it, super talented dude yeah like everyone i've ever worked with is crazy talented just because we don't get along or we butted heads or whatever and now we're not working together doesn't mean that i don't still find you talented yeah exactly like yeah and i'd hate that this whole industry now is just a competition like i don't even need to be on reality television anymore it's all just a competition. Yeah. Walking into the show I played last night. See, here's the thing. And this is, I think the music business is at a, as a, from an outsider looking in, it's at a pivotal point because, excuse me, I'm never drinking these <laughs> fucking drinks again. Look this is a burp fest Same. over here. Over We're going to have to put a burp counter up. Uh, the the music business is at a pivotal point because you're seeing it like, do you like stand-up comedy? Yeah. Stand-up comedy is blowing up mm-hmm. right now on a whole new level. And it's because they're all supporting each other. They like and and I remember when when you know when we were touring and we'd get put on a bill and they would try to put us at 10 o'clock and it's like, we drove the furthest, we have the most fans. Why are we not going on at eight? They're like, Well, you have the most fans. You have to play at 10. And it's like, yo. We're we should get the prime spot. People don't want to stay till ten, or people don't want to stay till eleven. And it's this, and then it's like, oh, this band sucks. They're going before us. They're playing for all of our fans, and they're terrible. Well, and then people leave, and you're upset about yeah, that. Yeah, because right? they're so yeah. bad, or whatever. It's like because bookers aren't like actual bookers. Like the whole structure of what it was supposed to be. Like there's supposed to be a talent booker that books a cohesive. <laughs> I thought show. you said boogers. Oh, and I was like. This is a new term. Okay. I'm going to try to context. <laughs> going clue. Along with it? I was like, I'm going to context bookers, clue my way through this. Talent okay. bookers. 
Sorry. Talent boogers. They should be called boogers. <laughs> They're slimy people. <laughs> That's what I was like, okay, context clues. We're we're making our way through. Anyway, they should put together a cohesive show where it all supports and builds up. Like that's what the good shows do, right? But there's uh, there's yeah. this whole layer, and especially in Hollywood, it's really heavy. There's this whole layer of shit that you have to sift through till you get somewhere good. And then well, by the time you get there, you're like, I don't wanna be here. Well, there's also this level of now if you have twenty three thousand followers on Instagram, you can get a show. And your show is shit because you've never performed outside of your bedroom. Right. People, there's people like that. And so now there's this level of competition on top of competition now. Yeah. Because it's not about the live show. I've lost shows that paid $15,000 because the girl that they hired, who it was like me and her, she had 50,000 more followers than right. me. And then they came to me later and was like, she we, wasn't that great. Yeah, we, we should have gone with you. And I was like, yeah, I'm sitting here at 3,600 followers. Like, yeah, I but, get it. So it, that, and that's a tough moment because I've had that happen as a chef where I've quoted a really high price and they're like, we're going to go with the, another person. And I'm like, cool. And then they come back and they're like, we should have went with you. And I'm like, yeah, phone's open. Call me. Yeah. But when they do call me again, I charge them even more. Because it's like, See, that's smart. you messed up. Yeah. And that's where you just got to, you know, I mean, like, look, like, I mean, you, you've been at shows where I've played drums. You know how much fun I have oh, yeah. doing it. A lot of why I stopped doing it is because of the stuff you're talking about. Um, I just got lucky that, like, I randomly pursued something else that I thought I was good at and then turned out I was. Yeah, you're I had, like really good at. Yeah, I had just no casually. idea. I, I mean, I didn't though. Like, I enjoyed doing it, but I didn't cook for anybody. I cooked for me. That was it. I mean, I remember the Froyo truck. Yeah, but that, I mean, I wasn't cooking anything. No. I was just pouring mix into a machine. That yeah. was just one of my crazy ideas. Those ideas we talked about. Yeah. I wish I could take that one back. That was a, <laughs> that was a big, well, I learned a lot from it, but. I thought it was cool. That was all. I learned a lot from it, but that was a big waste of money. Um, but like, but cooking, I didn't, I didn't know I was good, but I was like, I got to do something else. I was like, I am, I am literally on salary as a drummer playing jingle ball and Wango Tango. And it's not going anywhere because there's so much clout chasing and there's so much bullshit and there's so much, there's pay to play way up at the big oh, level yeah. too. And it's like, this doesn't get any better. No. It's just a bigger version of the sunset strip and it's like it's ugly i mean i went to school with people from germany who are like oh yeah you can play in any bar and they pay you like 400 dollars a night yeah that's why that's why so many indie acts go tour in europe yeah and it's like the level of appreciation for the art and that kind of stuff is so different too yeah we're here it's so oversaturated that they'll just take advantage well because also n people are people don't tell the bad band that they're bad you can't play yet they just take the money and let them get on stage that's a difference mm -hmm. like they won't they don't do that in germany they're like you suck go home figure it out you know yeah i mean but like we need more of that and it, things have gotten so pc i mean like 
the reason I got anywhere as a drummer was because Mike and John came to me one day and they were like, dude, you suck. And if you don't get it together, we gotta, you gotta, we're going to have to replace you. It was before we moved to LA, we were getting ready to do, we were getting ready to do like our next album and it was going to be like our full album. We were not doing an EP. We were doing a full album and we started writing songs and like, we just, they just stopped one day and they're like, dude, you suck. And it was like, I was like, you know, it was a big ego check because I was walking around high school like I was hot shit and, you know, I told every girl I played drums and, you know, it was like, I thought I was the shit and I was not. Um, but they told me that and they just were straight up and they were like, and it hurt for a minute. But then, you know, we packed up that and they went home and I just kind of had to like face it. It was like really facing the music. Like, do I want to do this? And if I do, how do I get better? And then, so I called him and I was like, give me six weeks. I was like, don't kick me out for six weeks. Just give me six weeks. And then no joke. I mean, like I, I quit the job I was working so I could just spend all day playing drums. And I got this other job that I got out of work at like, I don't know, early in the day I went, I'd go to work at like 4 AM and I was building boat lifts. I was the only white guy there. Everyone else was so Mexican, random. but I, it was the, it was a close job to where I was living so I could get up, make the money I needed to make, but then get home before my parents got home so I could wail on the drums. Mm. So that was my whole, that was my MO. So I just put on Blink and Paramore and Newfound Glory and Taking Best. And I, learned every album front to back and studied why is this transition what is why is the drummer doing this here could it be better and then it's like every time i got back to a blink record it was like no wonder blink is so good like travis is doing shit that none of these other drummers can do and the reason why it's like he's filling in between these notes and he's and it was like wow this is so like so i took the time to like study what i was doing and learning why to do it versus just having like, just like doing it, like what I was doing before. But then, you know, I came back to them and they're like, fuck, now we suck. <laughs> <laughs> but that, and that, that is the testament to it is it's like surrounding yourself yeah. with people who want to grow. That's what I was going to say. Back oh. to that story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this guy brings us to this, this fucking record label showcase. Island Def Jam comes in. And they're like, we just signed this artist and it was, I don't, I don't know if it was, maybe it was Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20. They signed him as a solo artist. Mm -hmm. They're like, we could set you up, do some writing sessions with Rob. And like, and it was like, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. But like, there were people in the room that didn't want to do that. And I'm like, mm -hmm. this was a huge pivotal moment where we could like, do a song with this dude. We this song we could, we could do one song with this guy, and you never know. It could be on a fucking TV show forever, and we could be making royalties forever. Who knows? But yes. So the long story short of that whole thing was yes. Surround yourself with people that are better than you. The chef world is starting to get good at it, where it's not like this this competition. There's a lot of competition in food, but the good thing is we have to eat every day. So. <laughs> there are chefs that are learning to work with other chefs and I surround myself with better chefs all the time as much as I can because that's that's how you learn but that's also 
for the chef world, it's, a, it's more just how you learn. You don't learn unless you're working with other chefs. And I, I mean, I think that's also relevant in... In music. All of it. Right. Yeah. But with also with music, when you're collaborating like that, you're, you're like trading fans like currency. You're like, some 100%. of my fans are going to like your stuff. Your fans are going to like my yeah. stuff. And that's how you build. And then, you know, when people make it so much of a competition, it's like, that's only hurting everybody. And it, yeah, it's like, can't we, like, why can't we be friends? <laughs> like, I just, like, I have, I don't know, maybe I'm still stuck in, like, <laughs> later days times. But it's like, yeah, we were the stupid shit 14-year-old band, but you guys were just as supportive of us as we were of you. Yeah. Like, there was never... Which we weren't even close to your level, so there's also not a competition there for you guys. But in the ego sense, like you guys never had an ego. You guys were so cool to help and give us knowledge and give us all this stuff. And well, that was, I mean, we figured that out in Florida. Like, we, there was a point where we all had egos. Like, don't let me fool you. Like, we, <laughs> like, we would walk into rooms and we were like, we're hot shit. But then, we learned over time that it was better if we made this all about like a collaboration, having fun with our friends and it was better for everybody. And we would, we would have friends that had new songs and new music and be like, cool, come open for us. And then they would go tell all their friends we're opening for later days and our shows fucking tripled in size because everyone was like, Oh my God, Brian and later days are playing. We gotta go. Yeah. Right. But that's what it is. And I feel but like that just doesn't exist anymore. It does, but it's in a different way. And the ones that are doing it and winning, <laughs> we're just <laughs> fucking burp machines over here. Do you want some water? I have some. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but I think with the new album, I don't know. I mean, you see, like, you you know who Macklemore is. Yeah. Macklemore is completely independent. There's, no one owns him. He told Jimmy Iovine to fuck off. Like, Love that. He is doing it fully independent and every album that he does he has like so many guest singers mm -hmm. and artists and they're not huge he's like bringing people up he's using it so i don't know if i i mean just like i see collaborating on tiktok like you might not like to make the tiktoks but find artists where you can be on their TikToks maybe. Yeah, and I know that there's this whole thing that's kind of happening where people will be like, oh, here's a beat I made. Sing something over it. Like, those are huge. I just need to stop being self-conscious about it and like just do it. Yeah, you just gotta do it. You just gotta and go. That, yeah. Because it, it, unfortunately it is a part of your business. It's even a part of my food business and I hate it. Like, I'm just, I've never been good at like yeah. being like, hmm, I'm Lindsay know it like i can't yeah you don't hmm. have to do that no but, but people also like the humble approach like i mean a lot of my food is very pretty and some would say perfect i don't think it's ever perfect but it's like the plates are in pursuit of perfection yeah. but sometimes like i'll throw up like i failed today and i show like an epic fail and they're like you know, it's just like, it's just to reassure people, like, we're all human. You can approach it yeah. in any way. Find, just find you, I think, right? Like, you find who you are with these, with this whole new album and 
Well, and that's been a really hard thing for me too. You just have such an awesome voice. Like it's like. Thank you. And I mean, I don't know, I guess because I've my whole life, I always wanted to be the most versatile singer. I wanted to be able to sing rock, jazz, R&B, pop, opera, like literally everything. And so I learned all of it and I had no idea what I was. Right. For probably up until two years ago. Yeah. I was constantly chasing like oh, well, I could do this thing and I could be this one and I could do this thing. And like now I'm sitting here being like, okay, this, this is what I want to sound like. Yeah. And my original music sounds nothing like the songs I cover. Hmm. When I cover songs, I can be absurd. Well, I mean, the the karaoke that I, I went and watched the video of you and your brothers you sounded so much like Paramore. I could not. Well, I, I want to be her. Right. But I was like, <laughs> I, I had to like really listen. I was like, did she re-record this? Or is she just pretending to sing along to Paramore? I was like, she wouldn't no. do that. I was like, we this raced is, it a half step too. It's unbelievable. It's so good. It's so good. So I don't know. It. Is that is that where you're like your new album? Like what? I hate boxes. But I, like, honestly, what box is it in? I, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's, it's probably, I would probably. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. I like that you don't have a box yet. Don't put it in a box. If I had to pick one, it's just going to be like nine of them. <laughs> it's like slightly R&B with bedroom pop and then like the fray with okay. me yelling like I want to be Haley Williams. Awesome. Okay. Right on. And they're really sad, and then some of them are really poppy. And it's kind of, there's no brand. The brand is the lack of it, I guess. Okay. If we had to claim that. <laughs> I know nothing. No. <laughs> yeah, I know nothing. I'm not here. I'm, this isn't I just real. sing shit. That's like, yeah, that's it. Okay. So then, what's the ultimate goal? Tour. Yeah. Just write songs and sing them. And tour. With your gloves and your heater. Yeah. <laughs> and my NASCAR. Your little pull, pull behind heater. Yeah. <laughs> I wore a Ferrari jacket the other day. It's a kid's Ferrari jacket that I thrifted. And my dad yelled at me. He was like, can you even name? <laughs> can you even name what? Um, you having a drinking problem there? You got a hole in your lip? No. Um, but he was like, can you even name the two guys that race for Ferrari? On like F1, and I was like, I one sounds like Eclair. I got that part, and he was like, I, I, "Okay, I'm impressed." Like that, I even got close. Wow! So, so who do you got on today, Dale Earnhardt? Even, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Dale Earnhardt look Jr. At you. I thrifted this, so don't come at me. Mm. I love thrifting. I have this. I almost wore it today. This, it's like khaki jacket with a bunch of black star giant black stars all over it i found it at a thrift shop in dallas i love that it, it's like it's so la and like i got it in dallas it's the best it's the best um you want to play a little game sure uh the prize is a cookie but it your mom gets the cookie because it's not my gluten mom free. gluten free too oh god damn it it's okay i'll give it to my boyfriend and my brother Who's your boyfriend? He's not your producer, is he? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, no, no. We learned that the hard way. Oh, no. 
Oh, I know it's okay. What yeah. do you mean? Have you watched a full episode? Yes. I'm terrified. Terrified. Well, do I have to take my hat off? I don't know. Or do you think I you can? might have to take the glasses off? Probably. All right. So this is how this works. Oh, I'm terrified. I've got some things crawling around in some in some uh, <laughs> Tupperware over here. Crawling around. <laughs> Nothing's just... crawling around. Uh, and then I'll put them on the spoon. I'll say, "Open up." I'll give you a little <laughs> bite. And then, if you know what it is, you tell me what it is. If you're having trouble figuring it out, kind of describe it while you're chewing on it. Can I smell it first? No, I'm just going to open up and in. Okay. It'll be fun. And it'll live on the internet for forever. So that's, <laughs> if I puke, it's not my fault. If you puke? Yeah. Do I need to have a trash can? Probably not. Have you puked before from eating things? Only bananas. Good to know. You should have put that on the list. I should have. I, I, I almost, I almost got a banana. Oh, thank God. I'm, I'm holding on to the almost part. Had another sip of my burp machine. Okay, here we go. Um, open up. Carrots? Yeah. You do this every time. I feel like most of them are carrots. I give everybody carrots as like the baseline. I love that. Because love it's carrots. wild how sometimes people don't know what a carrot tastes like. Oh, I love carrots. Mm, Especially okay. in soup. Mm. Okay, rinse. Oh. These are yummy. Okay, open up. Berry. What kind? Num num. Blueberry? Nope. Not a raspberry. Blackberry? There you go. Ha ha. <sighs> Do you want the bad one or the worst one? Oh, um, <laughs> you should have given me the very last. No, uh, the worst one. Oh, I'm so scared. Uh, I don't know which is which. I'm just fucking with you. Okay. <laughs> I'm so nervous right now. Okay, open up. <sighs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Don't be. I'm gonna kill you. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! You're so mean. I... What is that? <laughs> what do you think it was? Death. Ah, uh, it was a smoked muscle. Your mom gave me permission. You're a horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> your mom. Okay. Yeah, I'm blaming your mom. I said, would she go for this? <laughs> oh, my God. I love those. No. Um, no. <laughs> it's the oil or whatever that is. Olive oil? That's just extra virgin olive oil. Was that? Oh. I don't know. <sighs> you didn't even bite down. No, I refused that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no. Oh, wow. No, yeah. You've been in California too long. Have I? Wouldn't I that know. be like a California thing? No. Like Aren't like smoked mussels are like Spanish big mussels are big in Spain. Oh, the smell is stuck. 
<laughs> well, let's change that. If it's another fish, I'm gonna, can I just say? Like... No, no more fish. Okay. Okay, ready? No. Come on. Open up. Can <laughs> you just give me cucumbers? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Your mom told me you didn't like those. <laughs> I'm never coming back. This is all your mom's. Your mom, this is your mom. <laughs> oh, I hate cucumbers. <laughs> this is not all your mom. Unless they're pickled. Unless they're pickled. I was like, when she said she likes pickles, I was looking over at you like, she likes cucumbers? <laughs> She's a weird child. There's a trash can. Here. No, there you go. There you go. <laughs> You're the first person to ever spit out two in a row. I'm a very picky eater. Yeah, I can smell things way too well. Mm. And I can I take them off? Yeah, one more. Oh God. Okay. No more things I hate. I don't think you'll hate this. Okay. Open up. Chocolate chips. Nope. White chocolate chips. There you go. <laughs> Mm, okay, that's uh, you redeemed yourself. Ding, ding, ding! Yay. All right, now you can take it off. Oh my god! <laughs> I had oysters too, but <laughs> it's a texture, and if I can smell the ocean, that's so weird. I'm you don't out. you don't like seafood, huh? I like white fish. Okay, like I can do albacore, and I can do like like the nigiri sushi. Yeah, love it. Oh. Halibut, albacore. Ooh, raw halibut is mm. so good. Love it. Shrimp, like scallops. Lobster. Yeah. Love scallops. But not mussels. No. Weird. It's a texture thing, I think. But scallops and mussels are like the same texture. But scallops when they're cooked aren't. That's a lot of work. <laughs> I don't know if the, I don't know if the boyfriend will be happy about that. <laughs> I mean he'll eat it too. I spit back into this, so I'm gonna. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. That, that was fun. I'm glad that I'm the first to spit out food. Two in a row. I yeah. had. I think Dara spit out the cottage cheese. Okay. I usually like. I'm like, what are your allergies? What are your, I pretend like I'm catering or something, and like. <laughs> and I, <laughs> Dara Do was you like, actually I, eat those? Ah, yeah, I love these. I eat them every day. Do you really? Yeah, they're good for you. You're the worst. Mom gets bad mom award for that one. <laughs> no. Ooh, no. I love everything. I think I I don't like black olives. What? But that's because like the canned black olives like when they're processed, like, they use, like, lye to process them. So, it, you shouldn't eat them. Oh, I ate them every day as a child. Yeah, stop doing that. Well, because they were Lindsay olives. And oh, those I are, felt, like, the worst. Yeah, and I felt like I had... A connection. Homage. Yeah, they needed to be mine. Um, But, like, I like Kalamata I'm, olives. I'm sweating. Yeah. It, no, from you, like, the muscles. Can you take the jacket off? Or I can, but it's, it's a lot of work with it on. Yeah. Continuity, good. you know. Show must go on. <laughs> Gotta look good. I'm literally crying from that. <laughs> that was fun. 
<laughs> I'm glad you had so much fun with that. No, I I don't know what it is about cucumbers. I think they are the most overwhelming and overpowering flavor. What? That's Anything weird. they touch now just tastes like cucumber. That's so weird. But you like pickles. Absolutely love pickles. This is like a, you're like autistic for cucumbers. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, there's like there's a lot of foods that I'm like that though. That's interesting. Um, I used to hate. Oh, that was the other one. Oh, I had one more. Fuck. But you said you don't do dairy, so wait. Do I do you, dairy. You do dairy? Yeah. Damn it. I had the world's best blue cheese. Humboldt fog. I used to hate blue cheese. And I could, I could not like oh, do any. The muscle. You didn't even swallow it. I know. It's just stuck. It's lingering. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's You're okay. a good sport. I've now, I now can say I have tried it. Well, kinda. Half tried. You didn't it. chew it. I didn't. I wasn't even gonna go there. You had. I was scared it was gonna release more. No, it would. It actually. That's where you get all the flavor. It's so good. The girl I had on last week, she ate. She loved them. It was funny. We started eating more. We were just like eating muscles. <laughs> if you bought me a pickle. I, I didn't know. Kidding, no. I was told you didn't like cucumber. I did bring you a, I brought you an unpickled pickle. Yeah. <laughs> the worst type of pickles. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, How far into this album are you? Do you have- um, I got five of the songs fully like almost done. Cool. So like demoed. Are you doing all live instruments? No, we're kind of going back and forth between like i have some with trumpet have some with sax got cello on some of them any live drums any yeah, real, Mitchell, real drums my brother recorded a bunch of the drums right all right so i'm really excited i have like a um cool little like breakbeat one that i'm really excited about nice yeah. um i was gonna say can i come play on one yes please <laughs> but mitchell's like better than me so <laughs> i mean I haven't heard you play in a while, and Mitchell. Me neither. <laughs> but Mitchell is phenomenal. Like, yeah. my I, all of my brothers are really stupidly talented, and it pisses. That's me That's what off. I'm saying. Go on AGT with them behind you. America will fucking love that story. They would love that story because look, yeah, like everyone's got a everyone has a story on these shows, and like this other girl that I was playing drums for, she didn't want to go on on AGT because she's like I don't have a sob story and I was like you don't need a sob story I was like they do push the sob stories like trust like I've I've watched it happen right next to me but America is also kind of over that like everyone has something what's cool about your story is that like you guys I mean from the outside I don't know all of it, but you have amazing, loving parents that mm-hmm. raised you and supported your entertainment dreams. And like, America needs to see that more than anything because there are so many people that don't get that. Yeah. And like, their parents like don't stay together for the kids. You know what I mean? And like, y- y- you guys ha- have, it's just cool to see. And I feel like if America saw you with your freaking triplet brothers yeah. behind you, they would lose their shit. I mean, it's not. And big, you don't have to win. Just to get on even too. Get on like, the big stage and blow up the Instagram, the TikTok, and then you guys are touring. Yeah. And like, that's the weird part is that the boys 
the boys. <laughs> <laughs> they're so, they're also like independent in and of themselves. Yeah. Like Spencer still plays guitar, but he's really more of a graphic designer. Hmm. Like Garrett still kind of plays bass, but he's now like making full beats and rapping. And then Mitchell is like still playing drums and still doing it. He has all his bands, but now he works at Vintage King. So like, what is that? It's a like pro audio store. Oh, okay. I love it. But so like, it's not that I'd be against it, but I think they're in their phase of like, we want to do our thing. But look, you tell them, hey, I need you just for America's Got Talent. I got D-Rock when we're off, okay? You're still on my phone as D-Rock and that will never change. <laughs> Good. Uh, but just be like, hey, come do America's Got Talent so I can get up on this stage and then, you know, and then they can go, it, it, tell them, it's going to boost your side projects. Well, yeah, and it's just to do it. Just to do it. I, well, yeah, I think like, and as much well, as I, she would make it, there would be multiple weeks. See, I liked Songland. What is as that? Wow. So I got the contract for Songland, and then COVID hit. What is Songland? They, so Songland was a show about. Did it make it? Yeah. Oh, there was like a few seasons of it. Hmm. Um, they would bring in big artists, so like the Jonas Brothers, or like her, and like all these like country artists and stuff, and random songwriters would audition to be on the show then they would like essentially like pitch their song to these artists and the artists would mm, take the songs yeah and release them on yeah. their own but see even if you do go on agt and do well then you'll meet all the people that you can just start selling songs to totally i mean and that that i mean that's essentially the goal but did you I, see that? Did you see that interview with Katy Perry talking about how Billie Eilish wanted her on Ocean Eyes? No. Oh, Katy Perry's sitting here. She's in a small like room doing this like intimate show, and she's talking about how she got this email from this girl, and was asking if she would come sing on Ocean Eyes. This is obviously this is before like Billie Eilish oh, yeah. is fucking huge, and all I'm thinking is. There's a world where we could have had Billie Eilish and Katy Perry singing Ocean Eyes. Like, that's my favorite right. Billie Eilish song. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, it's like that. It's like, you'll never know. Like, when you're push when you're pushing your music, you never know where it's like, it, it just gets in front of these people. Yeah. I mean, you know how it goes. Well, and it's so funny because, like, certain people will randomly reach out and you're like, I don't even know who you are. Like, do I want to do a song with you? And at this point in my life, I'm like, yes. Yes. Just say yes to everything. I'm saying yes to everything because I don't know what you're going to do or what right. I'm going to do. And if it's, there's no negative to it. Exactly. There's absolutely no negative to me just saying yes. Yeah. yeah to yeah. anything. Yeah. Like, it's the most fun. As long as it's good. Yeah. Anyway, you want to plug your socials real quick? Sure. The the places I, that you hate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, make me love it more. Yeah. Talk to me on there. I love it. No, um, all socials across the board as I hit the microphone is Lindsay Frey. Spell it out. Y N N Z E E and then F R A Y E. Is that the stage version or did you name her that way? Fun story. 
Let's wanted hear it. to name me that way. Okay. Dad was like, she'll never get a keychain because her name isn't. Oh, Dad, I love that. Yeah, and so didn't spell it that name that way originally. Third grade found out that's how she wanted it, and have been writing it on my papers ever since. But never officially changed no. it. I'll do that when I get married, if that ever happens. Ah, uh, that's a pain in the butt changing your name. Because it's all done right there. <laughs> yeah, and then you find out like there's so many things, like your phone bill and all the other any other bill, and then there's some things like. You try to change, and they're like, well, you need to send in the documentation, oh. and you're like, this is dumb. So much work. That's why people don't change back when they get divorced. Because <laughs> they're like, I mean, I'm not doing sense. that again. Uh, all right. Well, Lindsay, thank you. Um, I do want to come see you play live. Yeah. I also, anytime. Please come play. I will. I would even love Even if to. it's like a YouTube cover video, I don't even care. Yeah, like, I mean, all yeah, come for play sure. live or anything. I would love to come do a live, a live one. Yeah. Um, my problem is my schedule, but we will work it out. We won't be LA about it. We'll no. make it happen. Yeah. Hey everyone, thank you for watching a bunch of losers. I truly appreciate it. Please like, subscribe, and share. Action.